Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Frick Squad Show. We are in isolation. It's April 19th, 2020. Um, I hope everyone is doing well during this isolation. Everyone is staying safe, you know, following all the rules, trying to be as safe as we can. You know, they are there to protect us right now, and we should be following them as much as possible, you know. Um, well, everyone, it's been a weird time. It's been actually, I think, 26 days since I did my last episode of the Frick Squad show or since I posted it. Um, and for anyone out there, you might be thinking, well, what have I done? Um, I did a lot of things during that time. I actually tried running for a bit. Um, my sister, my older sister, she's a really hard worker and she has always been physically fit and always really pushed herself. And she asked me if I wanted to do this goal with her that was run at least a mile every day. So I literally went from, you know, running a mile here and there to trying to run a mile every day. And, well, let me just tell you, my body was not ready for that transition. Um, I was just getting used uh, to before all this hit off. I was just getting used to running on a treadmill, and you might remember that. I talked about that a bit. Um, but now I had, like, during this whole pandemic and, uh, you know, gyms being closed, I've started to run outside, you know, like I should. And it's actually made running a lot easier. But one of the things, like, mentally for me, I would say, but one of the things that didn't go very well was, of course, um, my body not being ready for it. And I got a really bad shin splint. Uh, in my left shin, and literally, I tried to like ice it. You know, I iced it one day after I ran. You know, thought I would be good. Ran the next day, hurt even worse. Iced it again, um, even longer. Then I went to run the next day, and it just hurt so bad after I ran that. Um, and during the run, that I just couldn't really do it anymore. So. Yeah, I just took a break, and I actually took, like, two weeks off working out whatsoever. It was really weird, really weird. Um, just let my body heal, um, didn't feel like working out, doing a lot of stuff whatsoever. Kind of getting caught up in too many different offerings of workouts I could do, and just felt, like, overwhelmed, and I just decided to take a rest for a bit, Think back, you know, try and figure this out. But during that time as well, I read a book called I'm Dying Up Here. It was a really cool book. It gave me a lot of insight into what comedy was like in the late uh, 70s, early 80s, 60s as well. In New York and L.A. with like the comedy store and the improv. That was really cool to learn all about that. Kind of wild stuff uh, just overall with us. Um, a lot of the social things that happened in that book, like, you know, a lot to go through. Like, I don't know, like, it was just a wild thing to read about it. I still, like, can't 
struggle to wrap my head around it, like all of it. So um, it was cool to learn about though. Then as well, um, a really big thing that I'd been trying to do for a while was meditate more. And I got to um, 10 days in a row or 11 days in a row. I meditated straight for at least 10 minutes. Um, and that was really nice. Um, I've since stopped, just got lazy again. And that's where I've really um, tried to figure out what would be my April goals. And my April goals um, kind of shifted a lot because of the pandemic. I was like, oh, I don't really know what I can do. So I shift some of my bigger goals, like what I was working on. And just because like all my comedy goals have changed. So been making sure to like refine new bits. Um set up a bunch of new material for me and like the way I'm setting up my new material now for like when if this goes back to normal and we're allowed to go back to stages like everything was way back when um I would really like to be ready for it so what I've been doing is breaking bits down into five minute bits and then getting ready to, like, you know, really refining them, getting to small little bits, and timing myself with it, too. So it's, like, around five minutes, four and a half, four minutes, somewhere around there. So I can just, like, go up on stage, go do it, boom, hit it out, then get off. Um, so then when things are rolling again, I'm able to go right into new material. So that's what I've been doing. I'm also looking at trying to get my bike fixed, uh... Yeah, I've never really worked on a bicycle myself, so this is, like, my first time doing it. Um, I usually go to my buddy all the time, Matt, to help me out because he's such a good bike um, enthusiast and has helped me out a bunch. But um, this time I was like, you know what? I can't rely on him all the time. Like, what if I move, like, out of state? Like, I should learn these skills. So I decided to get my own tools and order a few things. So I'm just waiting for that to get here. And then I'll hopefully be able to fix my bike and be able to ride again, you know, get a bit of different exercise. Um, and speaking of exercise and, like, riding my bike more, that's what I'm also trying to do is really get back into working out. I really took a break off of things, but now I'm really trying to get back into it. Like this week, I worked out at least four days of doing, like, this simple all-body workout that I came up with. Like, every day it starts with, or every time I do it, I jump rope for two minutes to get my body warmed up. Then I stretch for ten minutes um, after that. Then I go into body squats or lunges, um, do a hundred of them. Then I'll go into push-ups, and right now I'm pretty weak, so I can only do three sets of ten. <laughs> uh, then I do hip thrusts as well um, to work on my back, but, you know, got to get that. Uh, then I try to do dips on this chair that I have, and I put my legs on another chair to make it a bit easier. Then I do, I'm really, really happy that I found this thing a few years ago. I just found a dumbbell um, outside, and so I just grabbed it. <laughs> it was literally by a dumpster, same place where I found the chair that I did my dips on. They were just sitting there, and they said, I had a sign that said, take me, um, I'm free. 
So I did, and that's what I work out on. And so the dumbbell's really nice. It's only 20 pounds, um, and I have these things called fat grips on it. And then so I just have been curling with that and also doing, like, rows, um, bent-over rows to work on my back as well. Bit of tricep workouts here and there. Um, so that's been and shoulder workouts as well. And then I make sure to do an ab exercise every time afterwards. And then try to stretch for another 10 minutes after that, like once I'm done. So yeah, um, I'm really happy with the workout. It takes me like about, honestly, an hour if I'm being like kind of chill. So that's one thing I'm looking at doing is stepping up how quickly I do that. Uh, but that's been really nice. And then um, I'm also making it a thing now to run at least two miles uh, a week. Like, in one go, today I did it, and I only walked, like, about, like, 200 yards, actually, after I ran a mile and a quarter. Um, I got that, and I was like, oh, I'm dying. And so I took, like, a 200-mile walk, or not 200-mile, a 200-yard walk, and then uh, got my breath back together, and then I started running. Again, and I made sure to take it slower, you know, not try to get my heart rate too high, and I was able to finish strong. Um, so I was really proud with that. That was uh, the first time I've ran since my shin splint. My leg doesn't hurt, and that's been really nice. Um, another thing that I've been working on is I love golf, and one of the things that I try to do with golf is, like, little exercises here and there to help with hand-eye coordination and... I can bounce a golf ball really well um, with my right hand, like, um, really well. Like, bounce it up, stall it on my club, walk around the house with the ball, like, stalled, um, bounce it up, bounce it in between my legs, um, that kind of stuff. But I've never been able to do it well with my left hand. So I started doing it more with my left hand, and that's been really impressive. Like, I was actually able to get, like, three sets of 15 bounces in a row. Just, like, pop the ball up, bounce it 15 times, and then, like, let it go. Do it again 15 times, let it go. Do it again 15 times. So that's been really cool um, to build up that kind of strength. And then I've been trying to put, like... 200 bowls a day, uh, 50 just left-handed, 50 right-handed, and then 200 or 100 normal to just build up a lot of repetition and strength. And lastly, my main last goal for April is to read this book called Triggers. So, I got this book through my mom. She got it for me because she read it and she really liked it. I kind of, I'm always a bit iffy, you know, when my mom gives me stuff, mainly because it's my mom. I don't know why. It's a thing I'm working on. Oh, wow, a Ferrari just went by. Uh, it's funny. Like, people are not supposed to be outside. <laughs> or uh, everybody's just driving. This is what. Oh, uh, laughing. Um... Uh, <laughs> But my mom got me this book, and I'm really happy she did it, actually. I'm glad I got over it myself, and I'm really happy she got it. Because um, it's actually really helping me grow, and I was not expecting this. It's a really good book. It's by this guy called Marshall Goldsmith and Mark Ryder. 
Um, Marshall's name is a lot bigger on it. Um, and it's about 238 pages. It's not a long book, but it's a very, very nice little book. It's been helping me think a lot. Um, uh, at the start, it helps you, you know, think about what kind of things, you know, um, cause you to react the way you do. Like, you know, in certain environments, you need to put on a, like, kind of more controlled behavior. And in some environments, you just, like, kind of lose it. And, like, I use the word environments. It's, like, basically when you're going out. It's, like, you go into... You know, if you bring, like, a certain subject up with your girlfriend to, like, you know, say it in a certain way, there's, like, you know, the way you act at work is way different than the way you act with your buddies. Um, It's like, you know, when you're in certain situations to act differently. But then there are things that, um, you know, that can trigger you no matter what, like who you're with or things like that, like, or potentially situations. And it really, he talks about a lot of the situations are at work because his people he works with, um, or the people he coaches are people that are trying to become like executives, CEOs, things like that. Um, but this book isn't just about them. It's about everybody. And like, I mean, I'm really being able to apply it, and I'm not a CEO, uh, and so, <laughs> and so I've been really liking it because it talks about like the triggers, and you can be aware of these things, and there are like steps to become aware of what's going on, but like a big thing in always, you know, wanting to get better, like if you really want to get better, is that one is that you want to get better. It's like you can need it all the time, but you can like kind of ignore it. Like you can just push it to the back of your mind. You don't have to worry about it. And so that's a big thing is like you have to actually want to change. And that's what the first part of this book really addresses. It's like all these internal things that are probably going on in your mind that you need to think about and you gotta and there's a really good exercise actually it's called um it's called the wheel of change and it talks about like creating things eliminating accepting and preserving and if you put it like in a circle you have like creating is at the top and there's like eliminating's like to the Alright, so if you look at it like a compass, like creating's north, eliminating south, or eliminating's east, accepting is south, preserving is west. And change is in the, what is it, northeast. Um, eliminating or negative things are in the south or in the south east. Keeping things, the things you want to keep, is in the southwest, and things you want to, like, add or create, like, that's in the northwest. Wow. I suck at explaining this diagram. Holy shit. Uh, (laughs) But this... This exercise, I did it on my whiteboard. And some of the things, like, just to put it in an example, like, things I have to accept. Um, what is it? P- 
People might say mean things to me, and I can't get mad about it. Yeah. I have to accept that. Um, what is it? Things to keep, like my passion to do well and give my best. Like, that's something I got to preserve. I should never lose that. I should never lose that drive that I have. Um, creating, probably a more patient persona. I should probably create that because, like, I tend to be very impatient and want to do things fast, and I need to slow down. Um, eliminating. Uh, losing my temper about little things, like things like driving. Like, I know when I get in a car, most likely things aren't going to go to plan. There's probably going to be traffic. There's probably going to be someone that cuts me off. Like, and I just need to accept that, like, and just be prepared for it. Like, there's no reason to get mad and ruin everyone else's time in the car. Like, that's, there's no point in that. And so, that was something, like, the book was really helpful with me to do. And I was, like, reading this yesterday, and I was like, holy fuck. And so, like, you can do this on a piece of paper. I bet if you just look up the Wheel of Change, Marshall Goldsmith, it will come up, like, and so... I, like, I found it to be super positive, like, this exercise. And so I made sure to put the book down as I read this section and use the book, actually, as, like, a guideline to, like, help me, like, figure out what I should set m to myself because he gives examples of what other people did. And I added a lot more on there than just one, one per area, like, one for creating, one for eliminating, one for accepting, and one for preserving. Like, I kind of went a lot more into it, um, and but I'm really happy about this because it leads into the next part of the book where um, I don't know if a lot of you do this, maybe some of you do or not, but, like, I try to retro a lot. I try to think about what I do a lot and make sure I'm working towards my goals the best. Haha. <laughs> um, it's literally why I do this whole fucking podcast. Um, <laughs> I literally do this to hold myself accountable no matter if no one else listens to it. Um, but really with it, um, in this book, it kind of helps, like, it started to say, like, were you asking, like, passive questions? And, like, for me, trying to be, like, for some reason I have, like, try to be, I don't want to say perfectionist, but I try to do everything right. And it doesn't work out that time. So, all the time. And, like, when I would do my retros, I would kind of ask these questions, like, how, like, how did I do? And it really, like, never asked me, like, was I doing my best to do any of this, really? Like, was I really trying? Did I let things out of my control get the best of me? And, like, did I just kind of not roll with the punches very well. And, well, in this book, it, like, kind of helps you rephrase those questions to, did I do my best, actually? Or did I do my best? And it was, like, some of the things it talks about is, like, did I do my best to be happy today? So, yeah, I love, like, this question of, like, did I do my best? And um, the book, like, not only has helped me, like, think about it from, like, writing a journal aspect and thinking about every day, like, on the goals I'm working on, did I 
do my best. But like today during my run, I used the phrase do my best during it. Because at the start, like, you know, of course, I wanted to quit. But that was the easy thing to do. And that wasn't going to be my best. So I didn't. And then so I got like a mile, mile and a quarter. Actually, I got a mile and a quarter in. um, And then on my two miles. And that's when I took my break. Because I was like, I haven't ran in like two weeks. The fact that I did that is really good. And my leg doesn't hurt. This is hype. Okay. Like, looked at my heart rate. I was like, it's through the roof. Take a break for a bit. Um, Slow it down. So I walked for like 200 yards, got my act together, and then finished it out strong the rest of the mile, Um, rest of the two miles. So I was really happy about that. And I think like this whole phrase, do my best, really helps like change my inner self-talk when I'm like you know working towards my goals and that if things come up I'll be more flexible on these sorts of things so I'm really happy about that and like on my list so here's my list um you ready it's really this is on my list of do it best questions um they are like do did I do my best setting clear goals for myself, making progress towards my goal, um, finding meaning? Like, I thought that was a pretty hippie question to ask, but, like, during, like, this whole uh, pandemic thing and, like, you know, not being able to do what I usually do, I find that pretty important one. Um, to be happy, like, I really think that's a good one. Build positive relationships. You can still do that right now. Just because you can't talk to people, you can still build positive relationships. Um, Another good one, I think, is to be fully engaged. Um, I got another one to be a better significant other, um, to be a better, you know, um, owner to my cats, to be a better golfer as well. What am I doing for that? To be a better comedian, to be a better podcaster, um, at being patient with myself and others, at being supportive and optimistic with my self-talk, at handling my short temper, accepting things out of my control, and I do not need to control everything, um, and not letting the little things get get me agitated, um, to not get mad, uh, when I struggle to explain myself or someone asks me to repeat myself, um, trying not to lose my mind when someone says something mean or makes fun of me. I have a hard time with that one, but maybe people say some pretty mean things. Oh, there we go. I can still get over myself. Um, to pay attention to others and what they say, basically become a better listener. Um, to show gratefulness. I want to you know, do that a lot more. Um, to show love to my family, to show love to my friends, uh, to not give in to temptations, eating unhealthy, drinking, being lazy, um, do my best to eat healthy, do my best working out, improving my physical fitness and getting stronger, meditating, trying to get a good night's sleep, and as well, not spending money on silly things. I bought a variety cake yesterday. It was like carrot cake, red velvet, peanut butter, and like triple chocolate. It was delicious. I didn't need it at all in my life. But I still bought it. It was like $15. Like, 
Oh my god. Well, everyone, thank you guys. Uh, thank you for listening. I hope you guys check out the book Triggers as soon as I finish it. This is just part one of my understanding of it. Once I get the full understanding, I'll do another episode. Alrighty, everyone. Um, have a wonderful isolation. Please stay safe out there. Um, yeah. Love y'all. Bye.